Beth Davis, and welcome to Teachable Tuesday, where we encounter God's heart in his word and apply it to our lives. Let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Father, we love you, and we thank you for your love. We open our hearts and hands to receive it. We need your help today, Lord, uh, to hear this message, uh, to let it touch our hearts. We need your voice. We need your vision, God. Give us your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, I'm praying for you. I'm praying that today... If you're watching this uh, Teachable Tuesday, it's for you. So today I'm praying uh, that you would enter in expectantly to this time together. Enter in expectantly to God's word because it's for you. It's about you. Uh, so a couple of years ago, gosh, it was five years ago, I was taking a little girls weekend with some of my best friends, uh, my small group, in fact, and we went to Sedona. We had this great house together. We cooked meals together. We laughed a lot. We cried some. <laughs> it was kind of our thing. Uh, and on the last day of the trip, I remember we'd had lunch like out beneath the beautiful red rocks and we had this little picnic blanket. And uh, as we were wont to do, we just prayed over each other. Uh, so we'd shared a lot of our hearts that weekend and um, desires, fears, situations that we were going through. And so we just kind of took that time together to pray for one another. And I remember um, when they began to pray for me, I have this amazing friend, Brittany, who just began to declare these things about my life. I'd come to kind of a, um, a lonely, frustrated place in youth ministry, and I didn't really know what the next step was. So we spent a lot of that weekend kind of talking about uh, what I should do and how to pray and how to move forward. And, and Brittany and the other girls, uh, they confidently would just say, it's blessed is she, the next thing is blessed is she. And I was like, you're crazy. It's not, it's just, it's not, it's still growing. I had all these excuses, all these reasons, right? Uh, but as we sat in that beautiful uh, park and they prayed over me, uh, Brittany just began to declare, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that the next thing for Beth is blessed is she. I thank you that you've prepared her for this. I thank you that you're gonna use her, God, to speak to the nations. She just began to declare these crazy things. Friend, if you can get a friend like Brittany, your life will be forever changed. Better yet, if we could all become friends like Brittany, our lives would be the better for it. And I was so deeply touched as insecure and kind of nervous as I felt there was an excitement there and my hope began to grow and bloom, I allowed myself to believe that God might have something more for me. Because you see, before this small group, before that time of prayer, I didn't really have a vision for my life. I, I was just kind of getting through the semester, right? One at a time as a youth minister. Some days I was just getting through the day. There were really hard days too where I was just trying to get through the hour, just trying to hang on. Uh, not only about my job, but you know, life can feel overwhelming and, and even hopeless at times. 
And I, I didn't have a big vision for my life. I hadn't developed that with the Lord. And I wonder if you can relate to that. I wonder if you too are in survival mode. It would make sense. It's been a hard year, right? But you may have become accustomed to this way of thinking, this way of praying, this way of being. If I can just get through this next step, if I can just figure out the very next step, I'll be okay. If I can just get through today, that's all I can manage is get through today. Maybe for you, it's just getting through the hour, breathing deeply or calling a friend to get through the hour. And these are good practices and and there's a time for them. There's a season for them. But friend, today, I want to invite you out of survival mode. I want to invite you into a new season. And it's not just me. It's the Lord inviting you today into a new season, one full of hope, one with bigger vision. Last week, we talked uh, about developing our dreams and sharing our dreams with God, allowing ourselves to dream again. Did you do that? I hope so. I loved reading your comments. Share again. If you haven't told me or a friend, I'd love to hear your dreams. But today, I want to take that a step further. I don't just want to have a five-year dream or even a 10 or 20-year dream. I want to develop a vision, a long-term vision for your life with the Lord. I want you today to get up higher, to get a higher perspective. And how do we do that? We've got to get up on the Father's shoulders. We've got to get up higher and see things as He sees them from the height that He has in heaven, right? We've got to get up, climb up as little children on the Father's shoulders and begin to see as He sees, to begin to see ourselves as He sees, to begin to see our lives as He sees it, to be able to see our years and his plan and the promises and the possibility of our life from his perspective. So what does he see? When you get up higher onto his shoulders, what does he see? Well, if that's a little vague for you, let me help you. The Lord sees that your life has eternal implications. You your life. I'm not talking about me. I'm not talking about people with a platform. I'm, I'm not talking about somebody else that you know that you think is more qualified or more beautiful or has more money or time or resources. I'm talking about you. Your life has eternal implications. Friend, it is good that you exist. It is good that you exist. In fact, it is God's will that you exist. You're not an accident. None of this is a coincidence, right? God deliberately created you to be alive at this moment in exactly the place where you are, even in the circumstances where you are. He may not have willed them all, but he allowed them. And here you are right now watching Teachable Tuesday, hearing me say, your life has eternal implications. It is good that you exist. Your life is the seed for something that God wants to do for generations. Can you catch that vision with me today? It's not my vision. These aren't just nice, cute words from some stranger in Arizona, right? I'm giving you God's perspective. 
I've climbed up on his shoulders and I see this promise for my life. And I know it's the same possibility there is for your life. So friends today, let's catch his vision. In fact, I wanna root this conversation in scripture. I wanna back up these claims, right, in scripture. Uh, to nobody's surprise, we're sticking with Isaiah chapter 54, but today, uh, chapter 54, verse three. Uh, can you believe it? How long are we gonna stay with Isaiah 54? I don't know. Take it up with the Lord, okay? He's the one who highlighted this verse. Uh, in obedience, I'm staying here, right? We're developing vision. We began with hope. We're singing. Even when we're barren, we're singing. We're making that move in faith and hope. Now two, we're enlarging the side of our tent. We're starting to develop our dreams. And three, we're stretching it wide, getting a godly vision, God's vision for our lives. Verse three, for you will spread out to the right and to the left and your descendants will possess the nations and will settle the desolate towns. Whoa, okay, this is a word. Let's read it again. For you will spread out to the right and to the left and your descendants will possess the nations and will settle the desolate towns. Talk about hope, talk about a dream, talk about vision, right? We're spreading out, not just in one direction, no, we're stretching out to the right and to the left. The Lord is enlarging our territory. As we're catching his vision, we're catching his heart for other people, for the nations, for our own children. And I'm not just talking about physical children. Friend, I'm speaking this to you as a 38-year-old with no biological children. And yet, this verse is about me. The Lord is going to inhabit the nations. He's gonna send my descendants to the nations, to the desolate towns through my life, through my yes. It's mysterious, who knows how it works? I can't see it yet, but I'm up on the Father's shoulders and I see it. I see it in hope, I see it in faith, and I see it for you, right? Stretch out to the right and to the left and your descendants will possess the nations and will settle desolate towns. Let's get a bigger vision, a wider vision, a deeper vision, a vision beyond even our own limited life. Let's catch a vision for leaving a legacy. I want you to begin to dream about and to develop a vision for the legacy that you want to leave. I'm not talking about people saying nice things about you at your funeral, although we'd all like to imagine that, right? I, I would like to talk about uh, sharing your faith, loving people in a way that marks them for the rest of their lives speaking hope to people when they have no hope, uh, sharing the gospel with someone who's on the edge, you might not, not even know it. I'm talking about drawing so close to Jesus that your heart and his become united. Your purposes and his become one, right? That just as you move and walk and, and parent your kids and teach your students and show up to work every day and get in a lift, like whoever you're talking to, whoever you encounter, everything is working together toward this vision of leaving a legacy that will draw people into the heart of God. Are you excited? Because this, this lights me up to think that my little life, my limited little life could have, will have, 
eternal implications that God can magnify and multiply the loaves and fishes of my life, of your life, to feed thousands for years to come. This is the vision, friend. This is what I want you to imagine about your life, about your little everyday yes to the Lord, right? This is the fruit of a little everyday yes to the Lord. Okay, so how do we develop this vision? You're like, whoa, Beth, this is like, this is 505 level, right? Normally Teachable Tuesdays at 101, but this is 30,000 feet. I'm like, is this really for me? I'm not totally sure. Let's talk about it. I want you to develop a, a vision, first of all, by getting with the Lord. Get up on his shoulders. That could happen imaginatively, right? I want you to imagine climbing up on the Father's shoulders and, and seeing what he sees. I'm not talking a literal roadmap of your life or, or like the game of life, but just to learn what it is to be up higher with the Lord. What's important to his heart? Um, how does he speak in your time together when it's not driven by your own agenda, right? By rehearsing your own drama. I'm guilty of that too. Don't you worry. What would it be like if we got up on his shoulders and we asked God what was on his heart? Who was on his heart? What he thought about us? So friend, I, I want you to climb up on the Father's shoulders. Maybe that's in Eucharistic adoration. Maybe that's just in your morning prayer time. Maybe that's as you're standing at the kitchen sink doing the dishes. Imagine yourself as a little child climbing up on the Father's shoulders and catching his vision. I know it will delight you what you'll see, what you'll feel, the security of his strong shoulders, his hands on your legs, right? Like a good dad, keeping you secure, but showing you things that you could never see yourself. That's what happens in prayer. Secondly, I want you to get some people around you to get with people who have this big vision for their own life people who have a big vision for your life. And this connects with my third tip. Maybe you've got to become that person who catches the big vision. When you start thinking and talking and praying with big vision, with biblical vision, it catches. People catch it because it's what we were made for. We were made for the Lord. We were made to live and to walk and to talk about the Lord, to give it all back to the Lord. And he'll take it and multiply it to the generations, to the nations. So friend, become that person who starts talking big vision, right? Even if you were just to text a friend and say, hey, I, I watched this Teachable Tuesday today. It's so crazy, but... It kind of, something's going on in my heart. I wanna, I wanna live a life of purpose. I wanna know who I am. I wanna know why I'm here. And, and Beth is telling me I can get that vision with the Lord, but that I need other people around me, right? This is a long text message, but as we've discovered, I'm very wordy. Do you know what I mean? I want you to get some people around you who have the vision, and I want you yourself to catch the vision and be that person for other people. Friend, the Father uh, would delight to take you up on his shoulders and to show you what he sees, to show you his promises fulfilled, to show you the possibility for these years, these decades that you have left, right? 
He wants uh, to be so close to you, to be so united with you, for you to become free, to not be planning and grasping, to not be sur simply surviving, but instead to rely on him. I remember a couple of years ago, I was having a real bad day and I was heading in to give a talk, just feeling all the pressure. And Jenna was home with Gabby, little Gabby at the time. And she sent me a picture. Uh, she was going about her business, but Gabby too was having a bad day. This happens, I guess, with godmothers and their godchildren, just same heart, you know? Gabby was having a rough day. Jenna put her in the sling. I don't even know what that's called, is that right? Put her in the little backpack and carried her around the house. Just was with her, got close to her, right? Where Jenna went, Gabby went. And she sent me this little picture and she said, the Lord as Jenna, Beth as Gabby. And this is, this is a true image of uh, this dynamic, this relationship, the heart of God for you. He wants to strap you in the little backpack and to show you his ways that you'll always be with him, right? That you see what he sees, that you feel the security of his closeness, that you catch a vision for your life because God's desire, God's heart for you is a legacy beyond your wildest dreams, not for your sake, but for his glory. Amen. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. God, we want to catch a vision, your vision. So we climb up on your shoulders, Father. Up here, we don't have anything to worry about. Help us to sync up with your heart, to see as you see. Give us an image that resonates. I pray that each and every uh, person watching God would um, find an image, find a posture with you, Father, that works for her. Maybe it's in a little sling in a backpack. Maybe it's up on your shoulders. Maybe it's just sitting on your lap and, and sharing her dreams and her heart. But Lord, get, uh, help us to catch this vision, your vision for our lives. And Father, I, I pray for holy friendships. I know it can be lonely uh, trying to grow with you, God, and this isn't your heart. Your heart is that we would never be alone. It's not good that man should be alone. So I pray right now for holy friendships in the lives of each and every woman watching. And they might come out of the blue. They might be relationships that already exist that need some cultivating, right? That need um, to go deeper. Or Lord, they might, uh, it might require us to take a step. But God, would you lead them to develop these holy friendships, friends with big vision, Maybe it starts just with praying with a friend. Give us the courage, God. Give us the grace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, friends. I'll see you next week. Bye now.